Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. It is eight minutes after the hour. Garson is in from Graffs, brought in a couple of terrific firearms. He has not let me touch them. He's always afraid that I'll drool on them. Uh, but Chuck Basie is with us, and uh, he's got his hands on them. So we'll find out what he's brought in. Uh, also, uh, Dale Roberts is here from the CPOA. Good morning. Good morning. We're going to be hearing from uh, Brandon Rathert. He is out uh, at Firestone Complete Automotive on the business loop. They're going to be giving away a, a, a motor vehicle, a car, to a, a, a veteran in need. That'll happen this hour. We'll check in with Brandon shortly. In the meantime, we're, we've been talking about gun control. The issue inevitably comes up because it's constantly moving. It's, there are constantly, every week, somebody somewhere is coming up with some proposal uh, to control firearms. And they're almost, all, not almost, they are always useless. Uh, in terms of uh, safety. In the meantime, uh, let's go to the phones. Michael is on the line. Hey, Michael, glad to have you on Gary and Guns. How are you this morning? I'm all right. I'm glad to be on. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Uh, I just wanted to make a comment on the gun control. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how you feel about it, but uh, I was just keening in, and he was he was mentioning that the politicians were trying to make it more difficult for people to obtain guns to, to help, you know, with the gun controls. And in my opinion, I was thinking that that wasn't the way to go, just because uh, these latest last mass shootings, uh, the people, you know, had have no prior record and have, you know, to me, enough financial ability to get through all these checks and balances, you know. You're exactly and right. The people who would most need to be able to defend themselves would be the ones who could least afford to jump through all those expensive taxed uh, hoops. I agree. Yeah, so that's what I wanted to, you know, make my little comment on. Well, you're you're right on the money, Michael. Thank you for the call. Thank you. All right, glad to have you on the Gary on Gun Show. He's absolutely right. Brandon Rathard is with us. He is, as I said, over at uh, Firestone Complete Automotive, and uh, that's on the business loop. You can stop down there and say hi to him. They got some terrific deals going on. They're going to give away a car. Brandon, welcome. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. We've got a big crowd of folks already showing up. About 9.35-ish or so is when we actually uh, hand over the keys to some uh, for some reliable transportation to a veteran as part of our Military Mondays and Cars for Heroes program on Hot Talk 93.9. The Eagle, you can come take part in this. Uh, Firestone Complete Auto Care on the business loop. Now, we'll make it worth your while. A couple of cool things that are happening here today. Standard brake service comes with a $20, say, excuse me, a $60 savings per axle and 60 bucks off. Any alignment, any lifetime alignment. So a lot of cool things happening. Firestone, complete auto care on the business loop in Columbia. And seriously, if you have a few uh, few minutes here during your Labor Day weekend, come by and see us 935-ish. Uh, we have a veteran who doesn't know that they are getting the, uh, the the vehicle today. You can learn more about the program by going to our website, 939deagle.com. You can nominate somebody. You can even donate some transportation. Galen's Auto Body. Welcome home. The A.W. Smith Law Firm, Gaps Automotive Repair Shop, helping to make this possible today. And you can you can, uh, you can can jazz uh, jazz up the event by coming by and watching us as we award some transportation. Coming about 9.35, Firestone Complete Auto Care on the business loop with Hot Talk 93.9, The Eagle. All right, Brandon, thank you. Doing doing great, uh, great work. Uh, let me uh, let me do this. Uh, we're going to give the first, uh, how, many, how many firearms? Did you bring three? I brought one firearm. This is just to compare it to this because this is its sister firearm. Compare it to this. This, this is actually mine. 
and, and, then, and then I brought an optic in. Okay. Uh, so they're closer to Chuck than anybody else. So um, now if you're on uh, Gary on Guns at Facebook, uh, you'll be able to see what Chuck is holding. Uh, it's, this, is much, this is much better than just a, a still photograph. Um, so what is, uh, what is Chuck uh, holding there? That is Keltex CMR30. Um, it's a 30 round 22 mag rifle, uh, threaded barrel, uh, so suppressor capable, uh, flash hider, muzzle brake. Yeah, Picatinny rails, top and bottom, so you can put four grips on it. Uh, optics. It comes with mag pull, M bus front and front and rear sights, uh, and then the the integrated collapsible stock there is pretty awesome. But this thing weighs only three point eight pounds. <laughs> I was just going to ask Chuck how heavy is it. It's very light. Very light. And uh, oh, no, you go, you go ahead. <laughs> See if I hold on to it, I'll want it. What's the price break on that? We got it for five fifty. Five thirty. Five thirty four ninety nine. Oh, even cheaper. Wow, that's that is neat. So that's yeah, it's almost a hundred off MSRP. So you can go out and plink with it. You you can go after varmints with it. Plink with it, varmint uh, makes a great backpack rifle um, or something to just throw in the car. Well, and twenty two mag is a respectable round. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not just uh, uh, to be ignored. That'll do considerable damage, um, and it's uh, it's just three pounds. Uh, so you got the rail. You can do anything you want. Flashlight, any uh, any of those things yeah, you want take, to add to it. Yeah, it's like all the same accessories. Um, and what is other, the magazine for that? Uh, it's a heat release magazine, but it's thirty rounds, and they're interchangeable with the pistol, which is why I brought my pistol in. Um, same magazine for both. Yeah. So one magazine um, for both guns. So uh, a lot of guys that have the pistol have had the pistol because the pistol's been extremely popular. Um, when it first came out, they were comparing it favorably to the 5.7, um, but it beats the 5.7 by 10 rounds in capacity. Um, How is it for uh, availability of ammo? Because I know that if you get, for instance, a 22 TCM, <laughs> it's uh, sometimes challenging to... Um, yeah, the 22 CCM's coming. It's, it's on order. It's <laughs> like I've heard that before. This is not a rerun, is it? I'm not making it. I mean, I could make you some if you wanted. <laughs> no, but, no, I'm just teasing um, you. Try the trigger on that. Gary, that but that is, yeah, it's just a a nice well, compact. I like, this, I like the sights on this. Yeah, they're um, yeah, those are the fiber optics. Um, Ooh, that is close. exactly. <laughs> um, not a lot of trigger pull on this at all. No, no staging. I was really surprised. Wow, so that is tr that is really impressive. Yeah, for the le for you know less than the cost of a five seven pistol, you can get that pistol. And this rifle. How can you? You can't do much better than that. Not, not really. And ammo's it's about the same price as nine millimeter, um, but you're getting a lot higher velocity out of it. But it is a lot lighter uh, projectile. I, I'm impressed with that. You play with this trigger? Too? Yes, you I start? did. You and I are both 1911 fans. Exactly, and that's so, that's the first thing I thought of. I was impressed with the with the trigger on that firearm. Yeah, and, the, the and this only, also comes with a, a rail on the bottom, so you can. Uh, yeah, lights and lasers. All kinds. Um, of, this is this is nice for the price. Uh, you get both of these. All right, that's amazing. The the only thing American shooters got to get used to is the heel release, because um, that's not very common over here. Um, yeah. And then. And Caltech makes them. Really, they they they've come such a long way. Yeah, we're this, gonna go back. We're we're gonna go back and chat about this in just a minute. I'm up against this is only the clock. Fourteen ounces. Yeah, they're they're both light. <laughs> uh, two for one deal. That's not bad. 
You're listening to Gary on Guns, 93.9 Eagle. 20 minutes after the hour. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Uh, we've got uh, Garson in from Grafts, brought in a couple of terrific firearms. That twenty two, is that the only one you guys have in stock, that Caltech, or is that in at, at Grafts right now? Is there another one? Um, there was two of these. I think the other one sold as I was taking this one home last night. Wow, they're going that fast. <laughs> yeah. So when will this one be down there? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. So uh, you you may even want to call up on the phone but and get if, a ticket. If you miss out, don't worry. Um, I think we've already got more in order. All right. Uh, Dale Roberts in CPOA, and of course... Uh, Chuck Basie in uh, State Legislator. There's a story up in Pennsylvania about a guy who got in trouble for using his index finger and thumb like a gun. Don't do that. Um, well, there's apparently more to the story. Uh, Dave Rowland, uh, one of my two favorite attorneys in all the world, is on board with us this morning uh, to tell us what's behind the story. Dave, welcome. How are you this morning? <laughs> okay, Gary. Uh, like I said, uh, the, the finger gun is clearly the most dangerous of all weapons. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so what happened is, is apparently there was some bad blood between these two neighbors, uh, one of whom is a 64-year-old. And uh, as, as the 64-year-old was walking past his uh, neighbor's house, the neighbor flipped up a double bird. And so the 64-year-old turned around and responded to that by making the shape of a gun with his finger, he pulled the trigger. Uh, oh, wait a minute, wait. Recoil. Your, your phone keeps, it's just like the it's like Thursdays with you. Um, the yeah, phone sorry. kicked out. So, try it again. The he, finger. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Someone nearby saw this and phoned 911. All right, stop, stop, stop. So the guy is walking by his neighbor's house. His neighbor has given him the two, uh, uh, you know what, uh, yeah, the single-fingered salute. Uh, in response to that, uh, this guy holds his index finger and thumb out like it's a gun, uh, squeezing the trigger. And somebody apparently saw this from across the street. That's right. That's right. And, and called it into the police and said she felt uncomfortable. And uh, they prosecuted. They prosecuted, uh, saying that he had caused public alarm and created a hazardous condition by uh, by flashing the finger gun. And and the the court of appeals in in uh, Pennsylvania just upheld the conviction. They said yes, this qualifies as a uh, as a criminal offense to to point a finger gun at at your neighbor. All right. So you say there's more to this story. Well, so <clears throat> this is actually just the latest in uh, a string of convictions for, for similar behavior. I will say, I think that it is something more challenging when you've got the, the potential that it's a real threat. So there are cases where uh, kind of in a road rage situation, uh, someone acted like they were, you know, uh, pulling a, a trigger on, on another motorist. Um there's a situation where someone confronted a police officer uh, who had previously arrested them, and uh, the guy pointed a finger gun and pulled the trigger and said, I got you, officer, whatever his name was. Um, so I, I think that there are situations where um, pointing a finger gun could legitimately be construed as a true threat. 
Um, but in most situations, it's just ridiculous. So, for example, if you've got little kids playing on a playground, um, you know, clearly in most circumstances, the kid's not going to actually intend to threaten to shoot one of their uh, classmates. Um, but because of the sensitivity that's been built up around uh, schools and guns, schools have been cracking down. There's a no tolerance policy at a lot of schools on pretending to use guns. And so, um, you know, I, I do think that there are circumstances in which you could construe um, a, a finger gun as a true threat. I don't think this is likely one of them. I think that this is more an example of kind of um, <laughs> policing run amok and, and neighbor sensitivity uh, gone wild. I think that's more what we're looking at here in this situation. Are they going to appeal the, uh, the appeals court? From what it's, it appears they're not going to appeal. The, the Washington Post reported this story, um, and they asked the attorney if they were planning to appeal, and the attorney said they did not intend to appeal. So um, I'm not sure what, what goes into that calculation. It may be that the penalty that he was facing was actually relatively small, and they just didn't think it was worth investing the money in uh, in trying to appeal it. That's possible. Uh, but for whatever reason, it seems like they're not planning to appeal this. Wow. And, uh, you know, uh, an appeal might be worth if they decided to do it. There, so one of the things the Supreme Court has wrestled with in recent years is the distinction between uh, whether that a what? needs just to be perceived, a threat uh -huh. needs just to be perceived or whether it needs to be intended. In other words... Is what is it? Is it what important the alleged threatener's intention? Did they actually intend to make a threat, or is what is important whether someone perceived a threat, even if no threat was intended? Um, and the court has kind of suggested that what really matters is the intent of the person uh, who who was allegedly making the threat. In other words, if they did not intend to threaten anybody, then they can't really be convicted for making a threat. Um, and well, then could, there was a case could somebody argue that. Could somebody argue that he was threatening them? He was saying, I'm yes. going to shoot you. And, and that would be a question for the jury, yes. So, so if a jury decided he actually was intending to threaten his neighbor, then would stand, and it, it likely could not be overturned. I mean, if if there's a an actual intent that's been demonstrated, um, that's one thing. But from what I understand, the decision in this case was focused on the fact that someone felt threatened, someone felt endangered, and that's why the conviction was allowed to stand. Well, let me go to the attorney on the panel here and see what he thinks. Well, I, my first thought is that I'm so glad they brought this case up and that you brought it on the show. I'd love to see David Rowland, you said this was in Pennsylvania? Yes. Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to have to go find the decision. I'd love to read the statute under which this was prosecuted. I was just looking at Missouri's statute on, you know, brandishing, trying to figure out right. how mm -hmm. on earth someone could frame this kind of a complaint in Missouri. And it's, for lack of a better term, it's, it's back to what I refer to as, as thought control. That, you know, if... You are not allowed to think bad things about me, or or I will have you prosecuted. If wow. you if you give me a dirty look, I, yeah. I think that's just a good thing he didn't like pretend he was racking an AR because <laughs> it would have been a, a terroristic threat. All right, Dave Rowland, thank you for being with us. MoFreedom.org. Glad to have you on Gary on Guns.
Thank you, Gary. All right, buddy. Take care. Let me do this. Uh, I'm going to check in with Brandon Rathard. Uh, he's over at uh, Custom Complete Automotive, uh, where they're giving away a car. Uh, what did I say? Oh, I'm sorry. Firestone Complete Automotive on the business loop where they're giving away a car. Sorry about that, Brandon. Welcome. Hey, Gary, thank you. Yeah, about 10, 15 minutes from now, we are going to be handing over the keys to a veteran's keys that will give them some reliable transportation. You can come by and watch us. And, of course, we will Facebook Live on the Wake Up Columbia Facebook page. Um, but but even if, if you miss the event that's happening, about 10 minutes now here, Firestone Complete Auto Care on the business loop, you can get up to a $70 rebate off four Bridgestone tires. That's a really good deal for you. 20 bucks off any lifetime alignment. Standard brake service comes with a $60 savings per axle today. Firestone Complete Auto Care on the business loop. By the way, we have some help when we do these things. The A.W. Smith Law Firm. Welcome home. Galen's Auto Body. Gaps Automotive Repair Shop. All these folks coming together today to help Firestone Complete Auto Care and to help our military Mondays in Cars for Heroes program. Which you can, by the way, you want to donate a vehicle, please do so. Go onto the website, 939theeagle.com. You can also nominate somebody, and I'll be looking forward to hear Firestone Complete Auto Care Business Hot Talk, 939 The Eagle. All right, Brandon, thank you. Good work. Glad to have you on board. Uh, let me do this. Let me bring Don in. Uh, he's got a question. Don, welcome. Glad to have you on Gary and Guns. Don? Brian, is he potted up? All right, I'm going to put him on hold. See if you can make sure that he is uh, is there. Uh, let's see, guys, I need to ask a favor. While shooting at a friend's house, I heard a round fly the leaves in a nearby tree. Told my friend I won't shoot here again until he sets up a berm or something to absorb all the rounds fired. He said it's no big deal. Please convince him otherwise. Thanks. Well, it, certainly every basic gun course will tell you you are responsible for for knowing what your target is and what is beyond your target. And I think we've talked about this before. Some years ago, there was a case, I don't know, down in Franklin County, I think, uh, where a guy was shooting his 9mm pistol, shooting at a target taped to a tree, and he missed the tree, and his round went... I don't know what distance, but onto the next property and hit a little girl sitting on the front porch. He was responsible. And your friend needs to be responsible, too. More Carry on Guns coming up, 93.9 The Eagle. Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. It is uh, 36 minutes after the hour. Now, you brought another firearm in. and Did you just put that in the bag before anybody saw no, it? No, it's over here. It's I'm over here? It. All right. Well, now you gotta pat, you got to give that to Chuck. So this is my three-gun rifle, uh, but the reason I brought it in is the loophole optic on the back. That yeah. is their uh, Devo. It's been out for a while, and this is actually the uh, first-gen model. Uh, they got a second-gen model out that is a little toned down, so it doesn't have all the laser engraving on it, and it's a little more subdued. But basically, it's a, it's a fixed six-power optic, but it's set up as um, like a prism binocular, so the objective lens is off to the right side of the gun so you can co-witness your non-magnified red dot and the six power optic at the same time with just a minor like a three degree shift in your field of view that is neat yeah the rifle's neat 
Thank you. Um, I don't have the loophole, uh, the LCO to go with it, which is what it's designed for, but it does work with other non-magnified optics. So if you have an EOTech or like my aim point here, um, it, it's still compatible with those other optics. Okay, I have to ask, what's an LCO? The LCO is Leupold's uh, red dot optic that oh, okay. was designed okay. to pair with this perfectly. Brand name, gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then the, the reticle on that uh, is their CMR reticle. So it's got windage and elevation um, hash marks out to, um, I think, 1,000 yards. Now, is that optic um, one that you guys have on sale or that you have available at uh, Graphs? Yeah, we have more available. Uh, they'll retail for just at a thousand dollars. Wow, I bet that's really trick to shoot with. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. And so in three gun, I constantly found myself going directly from one power magnification all the way to my highest power and no in between. Um, but taking the time to you know unshoulder the rifle and physically manipulate the magnification dial was costing me time. This way, I got nothing to do. I just rotate my field of view down a little bit and I'm ready to start shooting at at extended distances. Wow, that is neat. And that is at Graphs in Mexico, Missouri. Uh, just a short ride down the road. Absolutely worth it. All your reloading supplies and a tent sale coming up. Uh, 13th or the 15th. Wow. Same, same weekend as the CPOA match. It's amazing how he knew that. <laughs> Alright, uh, listen, Brandon Rathard is over at Firestone Complete Automotive on the business loop. They're going to give away a car to a veteran uh, I don't know if they've done it yet, but let me check in with uh, Brandon right now. Hey, Brandon, welcome. Hey, Gary, thank you. Uh, this is the uh, this is the cool part. Whenever we do these, uh, whenever we do these uh, giveaways, this transportation with the Cars for Heroes program uh, that we do on Military Mondays with Hot Talk ninety three nine The Eagle. Today, we've talked to a couple of different uh, veterans because there's an interview process for this. We just don't hand out the cars. There's a big interview process that Car Santa does. Galen from Galen's Auto Body does. We've talked to a couple of uh, different folks to uh, today, and uh, that brings us to this moment in time. And the, the idea of this program is just to try to help. And it's not veterans. It's just always veterans, military families, first responders, their families, folks that for one reason or another, man, they just need a little bit of help. And that's what we're trying to do. And you can learn more about this program by logging on to 939theeagle.com. Look for the Military Monday. Cars for Heroes banner. And there you can nominate somebody or you can even donate a vehicle. We had a guy, John, come in earlier. Him and his wife wanted, they had a car they've had for 15 years, a Honda Pilot. They don't want to trade it in. They love that thing. They thought, you know what? We want to donate that to Cars for Heroes. So they came in and talked more about donating their car. So that's one of the things you uh, can do. And of course, we want to thank Firestone uh, Complete Auto Care for helping us out today. You can still take advantage up to 70 bucks up to a $70 rebate on four Bridgestone tires, $60 savings per axle on standard brake service, L any lifetime alignment, $20 off Galen's Auto Body. Welcome home, the A.W. Smith Law Firm Gaps Automotive Repair Shop also helping us out. Galen from Galen's uh, Auto Body, can you introduce us a little bit to uh, our one of our finalists today? Yes, uh, this is Travis. He came in today. Uh, thanks, Travis, for coming in for sure. Um, but, uh, you know, he was a nominee that I read through his uh, little paragraph. And uh, obviously, I was like, you know, there's more to this guy. I, I could definitely tell. So uh, I called him in. He uh, he was gracious enough to come in and tell us some stories. Uh, and, man, what a, what a hell of a guy. 
All right, uh, Travis served in the Marines for several years, PTSD, several other things without transportation. Uh, spent a lot of time helping his parents. You, you, you do a lot of walking across this town, don't you? Yeah, I do a lot of walking. Left. What do you, what do you do? What do I do? What do what, yeah, as far as transportation, helping other people out? Right and left and left and right. <laughs> and a bicycle. <laughs> so it's a constant thing. Well, I'm wondering if we can help this guy. Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, with him being have PTSD, you know, he's, uh, he's always at home. And, uh, you know, in his statement, he actually said that uh, if he got a car, and to help him to kind of uh, help with that, you know, get him out of the get him out of the house, get him out of the room, and and uh, you know that hits home to me. I've got some friends who got PTSD, so uh, you know what better way for me to to honor that than to uh, offer Travis here and hand him the keys to his new Ford Focus. Oh, look at that! Wow! <laughs> Check this out, Travis. This is the car that we've been able to put together for you with Cars for Heroes, Military Mondays, Galen's Auto Body, Gaps Automotive Repair Shop, A.W. Smith Law Firm, and uh, Welcome Home. Look at that, man. How do you feel right now? Well, I'm, I'm at a loss for words, <laughs> but uh, I feel outstanding. Very cool. This is going to help a lot. What would be one of the – now you have some reliable transportation, a Ford Focus. What's going to be one of the first things you do? I'm going to go ask my mom if she needs anything from the grocery store. <laughs> one of the common things we hear whenever somebody gets some transportation with our Military Mondays and Cars for Heroes program. We want to thank you on behalf of a lot of folks here in mid-Missouri. We appreciate the fact that you would say, you don't know me, but you said, I'm going to sign up and, and fight for this country. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, it's much appreciative uh, for this program I am. And uh, to all the veterans out there, thank you for serving. And uh, God bless you. All right. Big round of applause for Travis, everybody. Learn more about the program. You can donate a vehicle. You can nominate somebody by going on to 939theeagle.com. Again, Firestone Complete Auto Care. Uh, the specials continue today. Firestone Complete Auto Care Business Loop in Columbia. I am Brandon Rathard for Hot Talk 93.9 The Eagle. Thank you, Brandon. Job well done. Uh, welcome back to Gary on Guns. If uh, you go to uh, the Facebook page, uh, either uh, Gary on Guns or the Gary Nolan Show, I guess it's up on both, you can actually see the video. Unfortunately, I didn't see the comments because they were showing up on the other web page. Uh, we've got a whole host of them, uh, and I'll try to get to some of those uh, before we run out of hour. In the meantime, uh, Dale Roberts, you were telling us a story about um, this uh, doctor, this uh, anti-gunner. Yes, and it's basically following the line of the Democratic candidates, uh, uh, the things that they preach. Uh, the head of a health organization in New York said, we have a public health crisis related that guns have created. Um, gun violence, clearly a public health crisis that we've ignored too long, in his opinion. And it comes out with a multi-step plan that sounds that is... Uh, similar to what's proposed by the 2020 Democratic candidates, uh, including pressuring elected officials who fail to support sensible gun legislation. They don't define what is sensible gun legislation. Um, investing in mental health without stigmatizing. Yeah, I think that's a good thing. You know, banning sales of firearms to people at risk of harming themselves or others, on and on, red flag laws, universal background checks, which they don't define. Um, but the interesting thing is he likened gun sellers to doctors. 
and argued that in the same way a doctor should not prescribe medication to people without knowing their medical history, gun sellers should not sell guns to people who haven't passed a background check. So he obviously doesn't understand the law and the fact that gun sellers do a background check before they sell a gun. And, um, he, you know, he one of the things he said, I was talking during the break, he, he says, uh, if, the, if there were a disease killing as many people as guns in this country, we would be mobilizing and we, the medical community, would be no, mobilizing a uh, national response effort. And I wrote a note to myself in the margin that said, you mean like medical malpractice that kills 685 people a day? You know, are you, are you mounting a response to that? But the nice thing is Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership has pushed back against the anti-gun bias in, in America. Um, one of the doctors from Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership has noted that, you know, the, the medical community's push against guns is not evidence-based and Dr. Orient wrote years ago, it's it, the, the medical push that's anti-gun, it relies on weak, even tainted evidence and spurious reasoning and its attempts to uh, suppress or discredit contrary evidence is consistent with a political agenda of incremental civilian disarmament. So, you know, the, the part of the medical community, New York, which is a rather anti-gun state. You may be familiar with that, Garrett. Oh, yeah. Um, the state's not, but New well, York City is. Well, yes. the state is, too. But a lot of state is, too. I, I, I've state talked government. to a lot of people outside of, oh, well. Well, state government. People outside is, of New York are very pro-gun, though. Yeah, state government is basically what I meant. Um, but, you know, someone from the medical community who's ringing the bell, you know, signing on with all the things that the political candidates are saying uh, in in the public news and you know sadly they don't define what what are you referring to when you say an assault rifle what are you referring to when you say you know background checks are, obviously you're not aware that gun dealers already do background checks uh, on and on well if if ignorance is bliss anti-gunners are some of the happiest people on earth <laughs> All right, uh, we got some important messages. We'll be back to wrap it up. Gary on Guns, 93.9 Eagle. Welcome. It is 51 minutes after the hour. Garson is in from Graf's. Uh, you know, you guys have that tent sale. I've been out there almost every year for that. And there yeah, this just, is the fifth or sixth year? Yeah, and I mean, there are some amazing things. I think you guys are losing money on some of the stuff you sell out there in that tent sale. Uh, and you guys have optics, uh, well, ammunition. That, we, we have giveaways, so the first so many people... As long as we have 22 ammo, are getting a free box of 22 ammo. Yeah. Um, but, but there's pallets of stuff stacked up stage ready to go into the tent sale. And then, uh, isn't there food there on the final? Yeah, Steinman's is going to be there um, doing doing their food truck, I believe. Uh, it's it's like a little trip through heaven. Sounds you know? like an event. <laughs> yeah, you're not kidding. Uh, also, uh, pl pleased to tell you that Chuck Basie is with us. Uh, and, and uh, you know, Chuck... It's um, it's it's great that we have people like you in in the uh, state house. Amen. Um, it, it, to protect our Second Amendment rights, and I know you've been particularly active and, and vigilant in watching everything that's going on. But um, all it takes is one bad election. It doesn't even have to be that you're a bad candidate. It can be that uh, the the guy at the top of the ticket doesn't get a great turnout, uh, and you end up suffering as a result of that absolutely um, yeah it's um it's very critical for people to get out and vote and um 
I hope they do that in this next election because it's not just critical to Missouri; it's critical to the whole country. And I know that uh, that the, the Republicans pretty much dominate the legislature right now, but that could turn in a moment's notice. Could turn in in twenty twenty, uh, and all that could change. Uh, and then uh, people like you who are protecting our Second Amendment rights are walking down the street counting your change, and we're, we all become vulnerable. Absolutely, yeah, very very important. Uh, that's a good point. Um, you know, we, we do have a supermajority. The Republicans control the not only the governor's office, but the Senate and the House, and that could change in one election. Um, you know, it's not too long ago, about 20 years ago, the Democrats held a supermajority in the, the legislature. So it could change very rapidly. So people need to keep a watch out and pay attention to what's going on in the, in the state. You know, it's interesting to me is I always knew that Florida and Ohio were swing states. I didn't realize that Missouri used to be a swing state and still could be. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it 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 it, 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 it the political landscape can change just that fast. So, uh, I guess my message is, if you care about the Second Amendment, uh, and you're in uh, Chuck Basie's district, you got to get out and vote for him. Well, and and I'd say not just Chuck's district. I, you know, I, I suspect Sarah Walsh in, in down around Ashland, Southern Boone County, will have a, a, something of a challenge. And I live in Sarah's district. But I also support Chuck Basie and Dave Munsell and other candidates because I figure if, if Sarah's the lone conservative in the House, she, she can't do it alone. She needs support. And I think it's important for me and everyone else to, you know, you don't have to have money to give people. You can go to somebody's steak dinner or their parade. Just, just make sure you provide support to everybody uh, who, who supports our values. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, now you were talking. We were talking earlier about the uh, the contest that uh, the, the our our third annual CPOA and A. W. Smith Law handgun benefit match coming yeah. up on the fifteenth. And it's sold out. It is sold out. Uh, we have uh, I think we have some people on the waiting list uh, to get. It has been sold out every year. We Can should, I go watch? Yeah, absolutely. Open to the public. Come and watch. We've got uh, CPD. You know, police officers competing. We've got at least one highway patrolman. I know we have at least one representative from the sheriff's department. I think we have a number, maybe as many as eight um, representatives from the uh, Missouri National Guard. I think MPs, military police officers are going to be there. Chuck Basie has a team every year. Um, so I would, I would really like to see, like, the sheriffs versus the police. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I think that would be a... Well, he's wearing the old SWAT challenge shirt. Well, and that's, yes, this shirt I'm wearing. The, the CPD officers probably wasn't a formally a, a department issue, but CPD officers used to host a SWAT team competition here in Columbia. And it was, they brought in teams from Texas and Minnesota and all over. It was a big deal. And because of officer retirement and departure, it sort of fell by the wayside. I wanted to resume the SWAT team competition, spoke to the guys that ran it, and they said, you know, it's a big undertaking. So this handgun match that I started for the CPOA is sort of my foot in the door to get in a, some established competition. And then I hope to resume the SWAT team competition. They were out. And in that case, they had police teams versus highway patrol teams versus sheriff's department teams. Um, it was a big deal. And I worked I worked the last two matches, and that was an impressive display of skill. Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. It was amazing how uh, phenomenal how good those police officers are at shooting. Absolutely. And I, I, I said uh, jokingly, I think there were 70 shooters last time, I believe, so oh, yes. around there. Yes. And I came in, I think, eighth place. 
from the bottom. <laughs> so, yeah, very, always, very good. I always yeah. tell people I graduated in the top 90% of my class. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. a couple of quick posts from Facebook. If the finger gun is threatening of my life, then is the bird sexual assault? I think that uh, was covered rather effectively by break, Carson. Not so the is the finger gun more dangerous or less dangerous than the Pop-Tart gun? I think it's more dangerous because you can't eat the evidence. Okay. And, and so it's harder to get away. Uh, Supermajority writes, William, then why couldn't they pass the Second Amendment Preservation Act? Well, that's a very good question. It was noticed up uh, very late for a hearing in uh, the session. I think the Senate version made it a little further than uh, the House version, but that's something that I'm very frustrated about is our lack of ability to get anything done substantially for our Second Amendment rights in the House. But I think this may change with uh, the noise that some of the national candidates are making about red flag laws and other things. So maybe we can make some traction this next session. You know, one of the things at the federal level that I find frustrating is that they didn't get um, this uh, law passed that would allow us... There are two laws, actually, that I was worried about or that I was hoping for. One of them was the Hearing Protection Act. Yes. That would have allowed us to have uh, suppressors without going through all the uh, you know, hoops that the federal government wants us to and the tax stamp and all that nonsense. And uh, the other one was the reciprocity legislation that would have perhaps allowed, you know, any, any state that offers a concealed carry permit... Um, holder to, to have a, a, a concealed carry permit that they have reciprocity across the country yes um, because it's it's frustrating uh, depending on what state you're going into what you have to do and whether or not you can carry and let's face it you can in fact i was going to say you can be vulnerable anywhere but you'd be most vulnerable in the places where they have the most restrictions new york city chicago places like that uh, so, you know, things don't move as quickly as we'd like, and I'd, I'd hope that at some point the federal government gets around to making those things happen. Uh, but the environment right now is, you know, because of these mass shootings, uh, it, it's it going to be a real uphill challenge. Oh, it's it's frightening what could happen. I'm encouraged. I think uh, Chuck Basie, Chuck's talked about, uh, running for leadership position and trying to get some of the legislation that has stalled in the past to actually move, and I'd love to see it. I would help you, but as soon as I say, I'm behind this guy, uh, everybody, uh, I mean, uh, the mayor's office, every other candidate, <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, uh, I'm going to stay away from that Basie guy uh, in hopes that you make it, yeah. make it up to uh, uh, the position you desire. Guys, thank you for being with us. Graphs, Mexico, Missouri. Tent sale coming up, not too distant future. All kinds of great stuff. And it, it is not sold out like the CPOA match. Yeah. <laughs> and whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. You seize the day. Carpe diem. Gwen, baby, honey. I'm coming home.